The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I want to share with you a story that's nothing short of incredible, amazing, unbelievable, mind-boggling. This story is actually found in the Sefer of Rav Yaakov Galinsky Zatzal, Svarman Chumish, Vihigarita, it's in Parsha's bow. It's on page 180. I've interesting, I've never heard anybody really say over this story, and it is it's something to behold. This took place, the story is related uh, around 30 years after the Holocaust. We're talking about the mid-1970s. There was a Rav, a Rosh Hashiva, Rav Yitzchak Shloimai Unger in Bnei Brak. He had a kahila of Chsam Sofer country, if you will, in Bnei Brak. And a member of the community came over to him and told him the following story. He said, I was in Hungary last year of the war, so we were taken to Auschwitz. The Germans had taken close to a million people and gassed them. He was separated from his family, his wife, his children. They were all lost, all gone. And he was in, in the bunk, if you will. And one of the people that were next to him was a tzaddik, a chassidish, a fellow, a tzaddik, a, a goin, oilam, uh, just no words to describe him. And he would constantly give him chizuk and emunah and bitochen. And it was getting close to Pesach, and this, uh, this tzaddik of a yid said to him, you know, Pesach's coming. I mean, I mean Mara we got plenty of over here, but we've but we got to have some matzah. Matzah is Pesach. He says, well, how are we going to do that? He says, well, by the, uh, the kitchen there's some sacks of grain uh, and um, it's under pain of death if you uh, somehow get into it, but maybe you get some wheat and we'll, we'll take care, you'll grind it, you'll, you'll make it into flour and you know, we'll get some matzah. So he accepted the challenge. And he went in the darkness of night and uh, somehow he got some of the grains out and he was able to take two stones and he crushed them and uh, made it into flour added a little bit of water made a little matzah out of it put some holes in it and then somehow got a small metal plate was able to heat it over a fire don't ask me how he did all this and Baruch Hashem was able to get a small piece of matzah on the palm of his hand, the size of the palm of his hand, but it's very thick. So there was, there was actually enough for two kazesin in that matzah. And he, uh, he had to hide it. And so he was walking around with it. It was like under his arm, beneath whatever shirt or clothing they wore. And it was pressed against him. And one of the German guards noticed that like, it seems like he's holding something. So he immediately barked at him. He says, hey, what, what, what are you hiding? And he got scared and you know, he loosened up and the matzah fell. The German, this SS, he went ahead and he stamped on it and then he beat the living daylights out of this Jew. And with his last ounce of strength, as he was left there, he gathered 
a number of the crumbs and he somehow dragged himself to the bunk and this tzaddik saw what happened to him of course he tried to get him some water and wash him off and give him a little to drink he was mechaye mesim on him and then he showed him he showed him the matzah he was so moved by he says matzah he says hele gamatzah before Pesach he says please he says only a kezayis left it's all I have there's nothing else he says I want the matzah I've never missed matzah on Pesach he says you want the matzah I put my life on the line I get beaten to a pulp and you want to take the gezayis matzah he says please I beg of you he says listen on Pesach night he says I know the whole Haggadah by heart from beginning to end Shir Hashim I know all by heart I'll say it word for word you'll say it one word after me and, but, but let me have the matzah and they're arguing back and forth what are you talking about so they came to a pshara they came to a compromise and he said okay you the article, you can eat the matzah and you'll get the mitzvah for eating Kezayis and matzah but all the pain and the suffering that I went through to get this matzah to make this matzah all that schar goes to me and that was the deal. That night of Pesach, they cried together. He said over the Haggadah, word for word for word. And the tzaddik, he ate the matzah. The next day, this chassidah sheyid, this, 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 this tzaddik, tamud chochem, kodesh, so he was so enraptured by the yontif of, of, of Pesach, you know, he started davening to himself. He was saying shachras to himself. And when he got up to Hallel, he was so moved, he, was, he, just, he couldn't contain himself. And he just screamed out, Hallel! And as soon as he did that, one of the Germans, Yemachshon, took out a gun and shot him dead right there on the spot. Gone. Eventually they were liberated, and his friend went to start a new life. And now here's where the story begins. He goes to this Rav Shloimoy Unger and he tells him that last night my friend came to me in a dream and he said, you remember the matzah? You remember what happened in camp? I want the schar also that I allowed you to have for all the effort and the pain that you went through to get the matzah. I gave that to you. I just got the schar for eating the matzah. I want that schar as well. He says, what? In the dream. He says, what are you talking about? Say again, the same conversation. (laughs) I put my life on the line. I I, I was beaten. I was bloodied. (laughs) It was enough that I gave you to eat the matzah. I gave up the matzah for you to eat. And now you want that schar also? How are you talking to me? How, how, can you, how can you ask me for something like that? No. He says, absolutely. I'm not going to give it to you. And in the dream, I saw that my friend was very hurt, very disappointed. And he turned away. And I woke up. And now my conscience is bothering me. So he said to Rav Unger, I, I, I don't know what to do. 
So he said, this is not a shaila for me. This is a shaila for a, chadish, for a big chassidish Rebbe. I can't handle this type of shaila. So he sent him to one of the, the big chassidish Rebbe's at that time. And he came in and he told him the whole story. He says, what should I do? So the Rebbe told him, he says, give it to him. He says, let him have it. He says, what? He says, yeah. Give it to him, let him have it. You, uh, Baruch Hashem, you can, your life uh, is going to keep on continuing. You can do more and more mitzvahs. Let him have it. He says, okay, if, 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 if the Rebbe says that I should do it, then, then I'll do it. He said, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not going to do it that way. He says, here are my keys. You're to go into my base medrash. This was the evening already. You're to go into my base medrash. You're going to go into the shul. You're going to open up the oron. And you're going to stick your head in that oron. And you're going to relive that whole night. And then you're going to say, I give it to you. That's what you're going to do. So he took the keys. He went into the shul. It was dark. Just the near tumid was lit. He opened up the aura. And he put his head in that aura. And he relived that whole night. He relived him trying to make that matzah, being beaten, the conversation that they had, how he finally gave in to him. He was so exhausted, he was crying so much, he just literally thought he was just going to pass out. And at the end he just said, and I'm going to give it to my friend, all the schar. Now I was supposed to go back to the Rebbe, I was supposed to tell him when I'm finished, but I, I, I had no strength, and I just, I just went home and I just collapsed on the bed. And my friend came to me in the dream. And he was glowing. And he said, I came to thank you for giving me that schar. He woke up in the morning. He davened and he went straight to the Rebbe. And he told the Rebbe exactly what happened. But here's the punchline. So the Rebbe said, I want you to listen to me. And I want you to understand something. This person, this Hasidish Yid, this Kaddish, he died as Kiddish Hashem, shot dead in Auschwitz, singing Hallel, you know, Shachris Pesach. He's in a place where very few ever get to go upstairs. Right next to the Kisiyakovit. He's got an Olam Haba that's unimaginable. And yet, and yet, he came down here. He was given permission to come to you in a dream and to ask, maybe give me the scar also that 
besides of the eating of the matzah, but all the work and the effort that went in, I want that schar too. What's he needed for? He's got, he's got a, an oilam haba she'en kamohu. But you have no idea what goes on upstairs. Because every little extra bit that you can get, no matter how high you are, it's worth eternity. It's, there are no words to describe it. You, he said, you're still alive. You see what a mitzvah is? And you can do mitzvahs every single day, brachas and tefillin and davening and chesed. And it's, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Do you understand? Can you be masig? What schar you get? What reward you get? It's just incredible. A man like this who's sitting by the Kisiyakovit still comes down and he begs you that he wants another, another mitzvah. Can you comprehend what, what it means? What the opportunity is when you're down here? Of what you could have, what you could accomplish? Should be a Musa Haskell for you, he said. Of what a mitzvah really means. And that's the end of the story. It's, uh, it's an incredible story. There are many other lessons. But it's something to take with us as we sit down to our Seder table. You should read the story. Open up the Vihigarita. Read it inside. Share it with your family. It's, uh, it's, it's so inspirational. It's so powerful. It's Hashem. It should be a schus. That I'm a serious nefesh for mitzvahs. And all the suffering and the pain that Claudia Israel has gone through, and we still go through. See what's going on in Eretz Israel today? Kadesh Baruch should say, enough is enough. And should bring us Mashiach Tzidkenu and the Gula Shlema. Amen. You've just enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.